You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hey, Jason T. Gaffney. Hello. How nice it is to be back to your house. I know, and it's a gloomy day for you. Yeah, which is excellent. And what has it been? Something like 12 hours since I saw you? <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> we saw a fantastic show. Yes, we did. We went down to the South Coast Repertory in Costa Mesa and saw Dear Evan Hansen last night. Yes. Thanks to your husband, I think, was like the organizer of most of this. Yes, he loves the show. It was wonderful. First time I'd seen it. I know you've seen it before, right? Indeed. So was that the second time you saw it? Yes, this was my second time. It was really, really good. Yeah. What a great cast. Yeah, the cast is phenomenal. I knew I was going to be crying, and it's very true. Very, very true. Did you cry a lot? <laughs> I was weeping. I yeah? Was weeping, yes. I love it. Yes. My husband uh, enjoys more of a kind of 42nd Street or Avenue Q, kind of big, happy, this is not that. No. No, but I the, did, it was very moving. This show will move you, you'll yeah. cry, you'll feel good about some things, that's right. and then you'll go home. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> That is how shows work, isn't it? <laughs> I, love that. I love that it doesn't like have any lasting repercussions for your life, it's just you go home. <laughs> that's fine. Yes, that is the end result of watching Evan Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> you go home. <laughs> anyway, thank you for that. It was a great time. Yeah. <laughs> How are you otherwise? I'm okay. We yeah. had uh, roof men come onto the roof and to Ooh. put tarps down. Oh, exciting. We needed protection. We keep leaking. Has it rained again? Uh, it's rained a couple times oh. since the leak, and one of the times it leaked, and it's about to rain for four days straight. Oh, that's correct. So you so, got a level of protection now. We were just about that's to get good. a new roof during the week that it's going to rain four days straight. So, so we're I guess being they can't do phoned. that in the rain. Probably no, yeah. it's like leaving a cake out in the rain. <laughs> you shouldn't. You basically shouldn't do it. No, and you'll never have that roof again. No, well, I don't want this roof again. <laughs> <laughs> well, good then. <laughs> But we have other stuff to talk about, too, right? Yes, we do. Well, there's very exciting stuff coming up in Palm Springs. Would you like to talk about that? I would. Please. So, Analysis Paralysis, the film. What's that? It's a movie that I made uh, <laughs> that stars me and Kevin Held. <laughs> and uh, it is going to have a theatrical run uh-huh. in Palm Springs at the Palm Springs Cultural Center or yep. the Camelot Theaters. And it starts on February 1st and... Kevin and I are going to be there for a Q&A. Very true. And it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for this. It's going to be fun. This is a first in my life. Yeah? Yes, thanks to you. So it's, thank you. It's a first in my life, too, actually. To have a theatrical run of a movie that yeah. I'm in, and, and it's happening in Palm Springs. It's really, really exciting. Thank you, Palm Springs, and thank you, Cinema Diverse, yes. for hosting us. And where can people go to get tickets for this thing? Google Cinema Diverse. Mm-hmm. Then they will be able to direct you Very good. towards tickets to be purchased. And the film is Analysis Paralysis, and it starts uh, screening on February first. Yeah, fantastic! I'm really excited about that. So it's that, like, wild. that'll be another time, another weekend that we get to hang with you. Yeah, as well, because we're going out, we're getting a house with a f- some friends, and we're like going to be in Palm Springs for the weekend, and then do the screenings and the Q and As, and it's basically it's for it's for Nick, it's him. 
Nick is with me as an actor so that he will be on red carpets occasionally. <laughs> so I really appreciate this because it's sustaining my relationship. He wouldn't be with me otherwise. Wait, so what? He would just drop you like a hot potato? Absolutely. Yes. If I if I didn't do th- this for him, yes. Well, damn. <laughs> he loves me being an actor because occasionally he gets. Uh, an experience like that, you yeah. know, and it's so wonderful to see him in those experiences at the film festivals and stuff like that because he just loves it. Well, he his dream it. is to be arm candy, right? Yes, his dream is to be arm candy. He's excellent arm candy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so sometimes we get to do that. And February first in Palm Springs will be one of those days. Excellent, exciting, exciting. Speaking of the films that we make and everything, what else does we have to talk about today? Well, we are in heavy pre-production for Out of Body. What? Our next Jason film. Jason T. Gaffney and Kevin Held can be found in another feature film coming up soon? It's true. That's amazing. And did you know that there's an audiobook of it? What? There's an audiobook of it? Yes. What's it called? It's called Out of Body. Amazing. <laughs> Now, I've heard this thing that we recorded yes. uh, some months ago, and I love it. Yes. It's it, really fun. I'm really proud of us. It yeah. was our first audiobook, yes. and we did it kind of like a radio show. We did. With multiple characters and voices. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a special uh, a special prize. We have a for, giveaway. Yeah, Is that right? We have a, a production-related giveaway for Out of Body. For listeners of the podcast, if you go to iTunes and give us a positive review of the show, screenshot that. And send it to our Twitter at BrightsideKNJ. Yep. You will get a free audio download of the audiobook of Out of Body. Yes. All right. We have three of these to give away. So the first three listeners that go and do a positive review on iTunes, screenshot it, and send it on Twitter to at BrightsideKNJ, you will get a free audio download of Out of Body. Exactly. And Jason T. Gaffney and Kevin Held. And if you can make us laugh with the positive review, You'll get bonus points, oh, which wow. is a virtual high five. <laughs> You're so, welcome. Wow, that's the biggest prize of all. <laughs> it's all right. glorious. There's one other thing I want to talk about, and yes. that is um, there's a show I've been watching that I don't know if you've heard about it. It's really good, though. It's called Doctor Who. <gasps> you started watching it? I've been watching it. Oh, my God. I started with episode one in 1845 that's when not, it was aired. That's not how it works. And um, <laughs> I'm working my way through. I'm still in season one. Do you uh, love I it? I think it's crossed over into 1846 now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what? I know I talked a lot of snark and crap about Doctor Who, but I really am into it. I'm really, really into it. And it's bothering me because, you know, and I was wrong I'm and everyone right. else was right. Yes. Especially you. And um but yes, I'm 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 becoming an even larger sci fi nerd because I'm getting I really like Doctor Who. I didn't know that was possible. Well for it's you happening. to become an even larger That's why I was sci-fi. resisting it. <laughs> but it's happening. I'm gonna get you a Doctor Who shirt that oh, you got. That's great. Wear. That's great. It's going to be great. I'm excited about that. Yes. So um, that's, I wanted to tell you, and anybody who actually was, <laughs> who did care, I am uh, living up to my obligations. It was voted on by listeners of the show that I should watch Doctor Who, and now I'm doing it. So Exactly. I'm a man of my word. Yes. Much like the doctor himself. It's true. So you're welcome for that. Thank you. <laughs> Shall we talk about uh, the bright spot today? Yes. Although right. that was like my personal bright spot. I know that that was I'm that so probably, happy. you know, that could have sufficed for you. But for others, uh, we, I do have another <laughs> uh, something that happened this week. Like the news of it came out this week. Okay. Our bright spot this week is that for the first time ever, renewable energy sources have overtaken coal 
as the leading source of power in the biggest economy in Europe, Germany. No way. Yes. So, you know, for people who think that America might be a little backward on this, have no fear. At least some parts of the world are having the right idea about this. In 2018, wind, solar, biomass, and hydropower sources in Germany accounted for 40% of their energy use. And coal accounted for 38%. I love this. I love this too. You're super, you're you're like almost in tears thinking about this. What no, this? I'm. Well, we'll get to it in a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, that's that's what I have. Except to say that I mean, it's it's a wonderful and it's on the way. Germany's goal is to have 65 percent of their energy coming from renewable sources by 2030, and they're, that is very very ambitious. But this is a brick in that path. So I think that that's awesome. And it's heartening, especially when we in America are doubling down on coal. <laughs> well, <laughs> not all of us. A sad, sad few of us. That's <laughs> true. So that's what I have for the bright spot. Now, shall we jump into the show? We shall. You are so excited. Is this going to be one of those no collusion moments again? It is. Oh, my God. All right. Well, <laughs> Jason T. Gaffney has gone out and researched some subject. Our idea here on the bright side is that there's tragedy everywhere. Exactly. You Just know? walk outside. And in a moment, we're going to wallow in some of it for a while. <laughs> and then at the end of this, we will come to the bright side. What good came out of that situation? And that is our premise. So what are we talking about today, Jason T. Gaffney. Lederhosen. <laughs> okay. Germany. Chaps. Okay. America. Later chaps. Later chaps. <laughs> I don't know, but we're, I, I kind of want to dress all the Von Trapps in it. German cowboys. Okay. That's right. We're going to talk What's about... What's right? We're gonna... <laughs> There's nothing right about German cowboys. Yes. We're going to talk about Edelstein. What? Yes. What's that? A German cowboy? Yeah. Adel- what? <laughs> what is happening to me right now? Adelsfrein is means Adelsfrein. Uh, <laughs> it means um, society of noblemen. Okay. And it was put together by a bunch of nobility from Germany to form New Germany in Texas in the mid 1800s. You're kidding me. No, this is real. Oh my god. <laughs> that's why I was so excited when you're like Germany. I was like. Get the fuck out. Wow. Okay, no collusion. I, I never know when we come into <laughs> studio here what we're going to talk about this week. This so we're talking about so exciting, Germany man. in Texas. Yes. I love this. Uh, you know, full disclosure, I am from Central Texas. I know. South Central Texas. And uh, you're yeah. part German, right? Yeah. Well, yes, and also that. Yes, I was not a member of this group, I promise. <laughs> you're not I'm old. old. You're not 200 years old. <laughs> I'm pretty old. <laughs> but not that old. But we did used to go to um, Schlitterbahn. In New Braunschweig, Texas. Yes, it's a water. Is park. it like Cinnabon? No, it's no. <laughs> it's a water park. Oh, is it like slide cinnamon? You cinnamon kind of slide. get onto something that looks like a giant cinnamon roll and then oh, go down a slide on it. I love this. Yeah, it's a is water. Is everyone park. wearing lederhosen swimsuits? No, not, well, I mean not everyone. Why is, not. is everyone ruining my life? I'm sorry. That's Sorry. like all I want now. I was, you know, I'm as a, as, as a teenager in the '90s in Central Texas. We, I wasn't thinking about what was going to be best for you. I really want everyone now to every German to get a pair of lederhosen, get on a giant cinnamon bun, and slide down a water park slide. What, with even it. what a lederhosen swimwear look like, I'm picturing it just a speedo with suspenders. 
That's and I'm fine with it. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> it's like right. decorated with the little flowers. Exactly. The, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so let's take a quick step back in time to Germany before we go caterwauling to Texas, y'all. Great. It's never a bad idea when talking about tragedy to visit Germany. Yeah. <laughs> so a long time ago, from mm-hmm. 1805 to 1810, mm-hmm. a tiny man you've probably never <laughs> heard of named Napoleon Bonaparte, okay. would wage war in Europe. All right. And basically, all the German nobility would be stripped of their power and lost their lands. Aww. They're like, you have no home now. I can't mm. do French accents. So. I, I, yeah, or German or Russian. So well, I could do German. Oh, do German then. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you doing German or telling me you're not going to? <laughs> <laughs> A little both. Okay. All right. So, in 1815, Napoleon would be vanquished. Oh, good. And a group of people called the Congress of Vienna Mm -hmm. basically helped to redraw Europe. Cool. They're like, Europe is a mess. (laughs) Napoleon fucked everything up. Mm -hmm. We have to undo it. All these borders got really fucked up. Yeah. We're putting them back. (laughs) They they redistricted. Before the fight, there were a ton of mini kingdoms in Germany, right? Mm -hmm. So, before Napoleon, there's all these little mini kingdoms. And when the Congress would redraw the map, it would leave a handful of the nobility out of the new map. Oh, no. So they're like, wait, but... Oh, they lost seats in Congress. (laughs) I just want a a house and and serfs to rule over. I miss my duchy. (laughs) I need my dungeon (laughs) for my fun. Very true. Basically, they made a mess of things, according to the nobility. Okay. They're like, you've ruined Germany. Okay, but here's the crazy part, right? <laughs> so they remade... <laughs> it's never a bad idea to get Germans angry. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, is, even though they redrew the maps, right? Mm-hmm. They still made Germany into like 30 smaller kingdoms. Oh, wow. And they're like, you 30 nobility get to have stuff again. Okay. And so I guess there was like a handful of people more who didn't. And they're like, I wish I had my castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so rich. <laughs> now I have nothing. Yeah. I just lederhosen, this sausage, and a beer stein. That sounds great. I mean, if you fill the beer stein enough times, you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> about not having anything else. <laughs> so, all right. So we have our stage set for our heroes, right? Great. And by heroes, I'm being utterly sarcastic. Got it. Of yeah. course. We're so- talking about Germans, so they're not heroes. <laughs> not in this case. Okay. With the solar energy that they're doing now, they are. <laughs> So Yeah, jump ahead 200 years. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> They're doing good things. So despite Germany getting their lives and their kingdoms back from Mr. Frenchman, mm-hmm. there was a new problem arising on the horizon. Okay. Ready for it? Yeah. The Industrial Revolution. Oh, crap. Right? Yeah. Buildings. Oh, we hate those. Looms. Oh, machinery. Was, all the looms were looming over them. Oh, God. Yes. You're not a dad. No um, dad jokes for you. I'm not a daddy. No, you're not a daddy. <laughs> what am I? I a zaddy, maybe? <laughs> yes. You have some gray hair coming in, though. I do. I'm you giving do. you Obama I'm chic realness. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. All of Europe was struggling with this epidemic called the Industrial Revolution. Sure. They're like, oh, no. What do Europe we do? Europe got it. Now it's going to Asia. Oh. Now it's going to America. It's like the flu. Ugh. So machines were taking over people's jobs, right? And all the, the townsfolks were like... They're taking my jobs. Mm-hmm. And as a result, there was very little for people to do once they were replaced. Really? A lot Wouldn't of them they get were... jobs in the factory or something? Some of them, but a lot of them were replaced because it was like you used to need to use the, your hands for the tools, but now mm-hmm. the tools are automated, so it's like oh, goodbye. Dear. So 
basically all these people started starving and losing their homes, and it was becoming quite a mess. Uh, around what year are we now? We're near like 1840s. Okay. So the nobility in Germany saw this problem, right? Sure. And they're like, we don't like it, but let's all meet and we can solve this shit. Mm-hmm. So in April of 1842, mm-hmm. a gaggle of German nobility and princes. That's a technical term. Yes. Sure. Would uh, meet up to figure out how to deal with the riffraff in their collective kingdoms. Also a technical term. <laughs> so They call it the riffraff gaggle. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Six years prior to this meeting of royal babies, uh, <laughs> Texas, which belonged to Mexico at the time, said bye-bye to Mexico. Yeah. And was I think they said adios, but it, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they Just said, so that the Mexicans could understand it. <laughs> they said sayonara. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so basically, they said bye to Mexico, and yeah. they were like, we're going to form our own nation of Texas. Sure. But they were lacking in people and in money. Oh, so whoops. it's a little bit of a problem. Snag. They're like, Ugh, we have all this land yeah. and we don't have any people or money, which is a lie because they had a lot of Native Americans there. So they had people who already were living there. Oh, but, yeah. But you need to have people who actually want to form a nation with you. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, no, we have a nation. Thank you. Yeah. So basically the new Texans were like, we need immigrants. What a change. <laughs> <laughs> what a change 250 years will make. I know. Well, now Germany's the good guys. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're selling giant plots of land for dirt cheap prices. Sure. Did you see what I did there? No. Selling land for dirt cheap. Wow. Dirt. Uh, it's now another I get dad it. joke. No. Yes. Terrible. I'm your daddy. You're, okay. All right, daddy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they wanted rich people. I'm gonna expect stuff now. Uh, <laughs> you're you have, have to provide for me. A Doctor Who shirt. <laughs> well, fine. That's a start. <laughs> All right. So they wanted rich people to invest in the land, right? And then have people settle the land for the investors. Sure. So it's like rich people give us money and then move. I love this here. idea. It's like we're creating a nation. Everybody come over here and pay to create our nation's list. Exactly. Cool. And if the investors could get a lot of settlers to come, yeah. they would get bonus land. Mm-hmm. They're like, you did it. You got 100 people to come. So you get more land to get more people to come. I've been at parties where this was a goal. What? To get as many people as possible to come. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of party is this? <laughs> oh, wow. That definitely went right over <laughs> I was, like, really excited about the idea of, like, you're getting all these people to oh, show up. that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> you meant, like... They're already there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they come, they're already there. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, basically, they would get bonus land, and they would sell it off and make even more money. Okay. So, okay, now back to the noblemen. Okay. So, the Count Carl of Castel Castel... Okay. ...was, like... How about we take all the poor people, put them on a boat, and get them the fuck out of Germany, where there's no room for them? I can't see any of the nobility having a problem with that. Yeah, and they're like, we can make money, solve the problem here, and we can basically form a new nation Mm -hmm. for all the nobles who are missing land. There you go. So, they, (laughs) this is the best part, they didn't really want to found Texas, (laughs) they had other plans. (laughs) Okay. So they're like, we're going to move to Texas, and after we've settled there, we're going to tell Texas, ha, 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 joke's on you. This is now New Germany, and we're our own nation. You're kidding. So they were going to usurp that was a nation plan? that was leaving and seceding. Yeah. Was that the plan? That was the plan. Really? Yeah. So there was about oh to be my God. New Germany, literally. Whoa. That was the plan. 
And at a first glance, the idea seemed like a really good idea for everyone. They're like, oh my god. Yeah. We can like... Well, not everyone. Take over the... Well, to <laughs> the everyone, Germans. It, all the noblemen. Basically, they get rid of the poor, mm-hmm. they send them across the world to farm and make goods elsewhere, and they get new land and they can expand their empire. And an added bonus was a way for Germany to trade with Mexico, right. which was new, and it would open up Texas as their new home base. Oh, my God. And they're like, this is gonna be awesome, y'all. <laughs> ich bin nein. <laughs> you can't keep saying ich bin nein. That means I am not. So anybody who's voting ich bin nein is out of this plan. Ich so. bin nein, Texas. No, no, no. Ich bin ja. <laughs> ich bin ja. <laughs> So, all right, all the nobility that lost their land were going to get new land to be lord of as well. That was part of the agreement. So, new subjects to rule, back to the throne they would go. They're like, this is my throne. Mm -hmm. This is my throne. I'm bringing it. I will sit. You will look and worship. Sounds good. You're welcome. You're joking, but I can get behind worshiping an Aryan guy on a throne. Uh, (laughs) What? So, all right. So basically, they wanted to be smart about this, right? Uh-huh. So they decided that they would form a company, Mainzer Edelswein, okay. which would look into the idea that this was profitable. So they decided mm. uh, that two of the nobles should head to the south to get their freak on. Okay. So they chose Count Victor zu Leningen okay. and Count Ludwig Joseph de Booz-Waldeck. Oh, I love these guys. I love Booz-Waldeck. Yeah. They would head out in May of 1842, and they would arrive in August that year in Galveston. First time I ever got drunk was in Galveston, Texas. Really? Yeah. Wow. That was riveting. Memories. (laughs) But they're pretty blurry, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Count Victor and Count Booswaldeck would have a meeting with Texas President Sam Houston. Right. And they basically revealed what they intended to do, but not the become New Germany part. They're like, we're going to settle here with you, and we're going to be part of Texas. I feel like they did hold something back. Also, after we do that, we're going to overthrow you Yes, and then become independent just like you did. We're here to settle with you Mm -hmm. and then to overtake you. What? Well, that's going to be a hard pass from the Texans. I mean, to overtake your happiness with more happiness. Oh, well, that, that sounds pretty good. And then we'll slaughter your families. Oh, well, uh, no, I have to go with, back to the no. <laughs> with yes. kindness. Oh, you Germans sure have a funny way of expressing yourselves. We have a great sense of humor. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right, so after meeting with the president, they would travel around the area and meet with other Germans who already lived there and get the layout of the land. So okay. they're basically doing some reconnaissance. So they're this like, is the Republic of Texas we are talking about now. Yes. Sure. So Count Victor loved it. Okay. He was like... Love Texas? There's yeah. a lot to love about Texas. He was like, howdy, y'all. Um, howdy, y'all. <laughs> Have I said it right? <laughs> Am I one of you now? It was basically always warm, and from what he could tell, the crops that they would grow could be harvested year-round, which was like the perfect plan for making money. Yeah. So they bought up a small plot of land, Okay. so only 4,428 acres. Oh, that's tiny. Yeah. Okay. At uh, 75 cents an acre. All right. And Not they, doing that math. And they named it Nassau Farm in okay. honor of their money holder, Duke Adolf of Nassau. Okay. You know, back before Adolf became a name that nobody wanted. Sure. Yeah. Adolf, at this time, very popular. Yes. Got it. So the idea of this base, this farm, right, mm-hmm. was that this is where the nobles could go when they're visiting. Sure. 
and new settlers could stop along the way of their emigration. So they're like, they're coming, they're about to go settle elsewhere, but they stop here. They stop here, they get indoctrinated. Then yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of like a welcoming booth, like yeah, where you sure. get the little pamphlets of like, sure. you're, you're in Texas now. Visitors. Remember to have boots of cow. Once, this was all glacial land. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be this like welcome station, right? Mm-hmm. It ended up becoming a slave plantation. Oh, j- fuck. So... <laughs> Leave it to the Germans to make a visitor center a slave plantation. Yes. Jesus. So it All was, you had to do was put up a vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not anything like a welcome station. They're Some like, pamphlets. welcome we to your for. lifelong work for no money. <laughs> so, so immigrants would stop here, never leave, yeah. work there forever, and die so, there. Count Victor would head home first, and he would arrive back in Germany in May of 1843. With a great sense of accomplishment. He was like, you guys, this place is awesome. <laughs> it is off the hook. Yeah, we can totally make this happen. <laughs> However, you know how we had a budget on what we thought it would cost to make this happen? Yeah. You're... I think mm-hmm. that we aimed a little too low. Okay. We oh. need to uh, reassess our assets. Oh, you are over budget, eh? Yes. How much? So, what did the other members of the Edelschwein do? I don't know. They said, thanks for the warning, but we're going to do this. We know it'll all work out. Oh. So, he came back, reported that they were going to need a lot more money to make this happen. Make the plan happen. Yes. Which, you know, spoiler alert, there isn't a new Germany in <laughs> Texas, so I think he was probably right. Yes. Uh, but they said, no, we're right. It's fine anyway. Yes. Okay. So, well, you know, part of me is really glad <laughs> that, <laughs> that didn't work out. So... <laughs> As a result, Count Victor basically faded back into the military and left mm. the organization after this because he was like, um, you guys, this is not a good idea. Okay, have fun. Mm, Bye. Okay. <laughs> so he went and kind of saw the folly of it. Yeah, he was like, he's like, this was an amazing idea. And if you did it right, it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But you're being dicks. And so it won't be. I don't understand how they're being dicks. I mean, they're just making people who thought they were emigrating to the United States Slaves forever. Well, no, those you save some money there. Those weren't the actual slaves. Oh, they were like ah. actual like America slaves. sucks slaves. Sure, yeah. Oh, never mind. A year later, mm-hmm. Count Booz Waldeck would return home from Germany and said basically the same thing. <laughs> okay, he's like, you guys, it's gonna be so good, right? But we need way more money. Yeah, we heard this once before. Yeah, we didn't believe it then. We don't believe it now. And basically, that's what they were like. The others were like, all I hear is that it's perfect. And we need to act on it now. Yeah. We need to move now. Yeah, it's like the publisher's cleaning house. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Count Booz Waldeck would also leave the company because he's like, this is a fucked idea, and I don't want no part of it. Oh, I thought he loved it. He loved it until they were like, we're going to spend like $4. Oh. And he's like, it needs like a 1000 <laughs> God. Actual numbers may be larger than they appear. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. June 1843, right? Yeah. The rest of the counts and princes pooled up a bunch of money together, $80,000, which in today's money would be oh. about $2 million, Okay. And turned the Still Edelsch- not much for nation building, I think. Yeah, not, not much. All right. And turned the Edelschwein into a company with stocks and said, let's do this. What was their product? Texan crops? The what's, idea was they're the, going to grow food. Okay. And like, but the idea is they're also going to transport people over there. All right. So they're then, like an import-export kind of... Yeah. And they're going to... Basically, they're going to own the land. So mm-hmm. then the people who live there are going to rent the land from them. Okay. So they're going to have renters. It's going to be a big thing. Cool. As a note, as I said before, both of the counts who left said 80000 was not going to be enough to make this work. Sure. Which, again, like... They were both, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the... <laughs> The company decided to hire a couple of men to help them buy the land, mm-hmm. but they happened to be con men. 
Oh, well. So that was their first folly. Okay. They, of course, didn't know that they were con men at the time. Well, I think that goes without saying. But they still got con. I have this, uh, look, they are inveterate thieves. And still, I have a good feeling about them. Let's do this. Great. Ich bin ja. <laughs> he is a yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, first, they would buy two land grants from Alexander Bourgeois mm-hmm. and Henry Francis Fisher. Okay. The problem was that the land grants had time restraints on them. Mm. If you didn't settle them by X date, then you would lose both the land and the money you spent. Got it. So, the <laughs> the one they bought from Alexander had already expired when oh. they bought it. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. And the one is this one of the con men? Yeah. Okay. And the, these these guys are the two con men. Then. Yes, they okay. are. And the the land that they bought from Fisher was rapidly approaching its expiration date. <laughs> Great. So, they would spend thousands of dollars on this. Yeah. They would end up hiring both men to purchase supplies and help. Hold on. They bought the like leases from them and then they hired them to like help. Yes. Oh. Because they're like these men are good. They are good men. They they gave us land for money, sure. Yes. Yeah. And they're going to give us supplies. Oh, great. Yes. I don't see any downside. Yes. So they basically uh, hired the men. They're like, they will start to work the land for us. Oh, okay. Uh, Alexander would be fired after four months. Sure. Because they were like, you are taking the money and not doing things. (laughs) (laughs) I I am starting to rethink my idea of hiring con men. Yeah. (laughs) So Fisher, however, would stay on a bit longer. Okay. They didn't know at this point that both men were basically Trump. (laughs) The big problem was that the nobles didn't know that they were without any land except for the Welcome Center. So they have the farm. They know that they know that they have that. Right. They've already done that. They were like all systems go. Oh, so they kind of lost the leases on the the big plots of land before they had them, basically. Right. All right. So they put the word out to all the poor people in Germany that they were looking for settlers. Mm. So in early 1844, they would place advertisements in the local newspapers with the phrase, quote, go with us to Texas. Mm-hmm. The ad would then go on to say that each family that was gung-ho about this would only have to pay them, the nobles, a one-time $240 fee mm. for their family unit. Right. They would get 320 acres of land, free rent for a year. Mm. on that land, Mm -hmm. free farming equipment for a year, Mm -hmm. free passage to the new world, which is not true because you're paying 240 fucking dollars, and the use of a ton of farming stuff like canals, mills, etc. Okay. Right? Oh. And if you were a single man, then you would only have to pay half of it and you'd get half the land, but the rest was the same. I see. So it's like a pretty good deal. Yeah, it sounds like it. All right. So if this wasn't amazing enough, Uh right, they were also like, we will make sure you get there safely. You can't promise that. They guaranteed both a doctor and a surgeon on all the ships that would take the immigrants over. Yeah. Something about you telling me this right now makes me think it didn't happen. And more, they would have more than enough food and water to last the ship for over half a year. Yeah. In case something went wrong. Yeah. Then they added the disclaimer. Oh, no. That if they didn't like it, if the the people going over didn't like it, they could sail back to Germany for the same low, low price of $240. Oh. Basically, they were like, let's do this, fam. Yeah. that's Okay, so they kind of promised the moon there. Yes. All right. So <laughs> they had told everyone involved, including Texas, that they were only going to do 150 families at first. Right. Because that was what they could handle. Okay. 
But after only a month of their advertisement, they had 10,000 men, women, and children ready to go to New Germany. You're fucking kidding. Well over 150 families. You, yeah. Yeah. So without stopping to think about it, the company set up ships and started shipping people out. No. They're like, great, let's do this. Okay. So they uh, hired. So they got all that food and all those doctors. That's good. So they didn't know that the land was not theirs at this point as oh well. Oh, my Jesus so Christ. So they were basically they were sending, sending 10,000 people over with no land, no anything. Yeah. No farming equipment then? Yep. What they did know is at this point they're like, well, we, do, we have land, even though yeah. they didn't, but we still need to get supplies and infrastructure going. Okay. But it's okay. We'll just send people over. And we have lots of itself. people coming. Yeah. Oh. And uh, so five months before they sent out the poor people, right? We're going to take a little step back in time. Okay. They had sent over a different Carl, not the initial Count Carl. Uh-huh. They sent over Prince Carl. Oh, Carl Jr. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he, alongside the con man Fisher, uh-huh. were supposed to get everything set up. Fisher, however, was embezzling the money. Oh, my God. And Carl was just inept. <laughs> so <laughs> he was unable to see what was going on right in front of him, and he was really unable to make things happen. Mm. He's like, I could use a hammer myself. How does this work? <laughs> uh, you're using the wrong end of it, first of all. Oh, you don't use the wooden? You, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the club, but I love that. Even better. <laughs> Trying to hammer a nail with the wood end, the yeah. handle of a hammer. I yeah. like it. So it wasn't until Prince Carl went to the Texas Capitol that he found out that the Fisher Land Grant was bust. Oh, shit. If that was Do your due diligence, I know. Please. So he shows up. They're like, oh, that expired. Yeah. And he's like, Voss? <laughs> so if that wasn't enough, uh-huh. the land that they had bought was deep in Native American territory. And I don't see any problem with that. It was also covered in giant rocks and wasn't great for farming. It was like Did nobody go visit? No. <laughs> they didn't visit? No. So it was over three hundred miles inland from Galveston. What the fuck? And it was over ninety miles away from any other European settled colony. So not a ton of mills there. No. Okay. That being said, mm-hmm. Even though they fucked up and they, they weren't supposed to get their land, mm-hmm. the Texas government was like, okay, you messed up, right? But yeah, we'll we still- feel very, very bad. Yeah, and we're going to still honor the land grant Sounds if you want cool. it, because the land is utter shit. And we want it gone. I uh, wonder if we could get different lands. No, you oh. can have this. Hey. <laughs> so- Carl actually called home or telegraphed homes. Who knows sure. what time? No, he way. used his cell phone. Sure. Okay. And he was like, what should we do, fam? And four months later, he got a response. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, we should bail on the Fisher land. Yeah. It's, it's shit. We should try for something closer to the coast. And that was, that was better for farming. The other nobles, however, were like, no, go forth to the rocky land and make us proud, Prince Carl. You're kidding. You can do this. You're kidding. Nope. Oh, my God. So we're, so we're starting to get an uh, idea of a total ineptitude that went behind this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not uh, great for nation building, but yeah. all right. All hail New Germany. We are dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all hail New Germany. We are as dumb as the rocks we farm. <laughs> <laughs> I farm pet rocks. <laughs> <laughs> if only someone had come up with pet rocks. Back then. Would have saved their ass. Yeah. Alright, so if Prince Carl was gonna be smart, he would have, at this time, started stocking up on supplies for a 300 mile journey inland. I think if he was smart, he would have started moving to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> but he had a couple other things on his mind. Sure. 
not in- dying. Including that he hated Texans. He thought <laughs> that they were absolute <laughs> filth and total rednecks. That's and he great. was like, they are beneath Germans. Sure. Which is great because you're like moving to Texas and he's like, they are beneath me. Yeah. Yeah. You're moving here, bitch, because you got no land. All yeah. right. So. Literally nothing is beneath you. Not even the land you own. Yeah. So he was worried if the Germans showed up and there was nowhere for them to go, they would start to mingle with the native Texans. Oh, we can't have that. And if they did it for too long, they would acclimate and Uh turn into the hicks that he saw Texans as. Oh, boy. So he's like, this will not work. Well, at least this kind of thinking in Germans, you know, petered out. Yeah. (laughs) So he would basically find a plot of land south of Galveston called Indian Point. Uh, South of Galveston is the Gulf of Mexico. (laughs) South-ish. He he found a plot of land south of uh, Galveston called the Water. Yeah. (laughs) He's not that smart. (laughs) Yeah. It was called Indian Point, and it was a mere 100 miles away. Okay. Basically where he could quarantine his future subjects. Jesus. He's like, you will not meet with the Texans. Uh, But the bummer was that before the deal could be made, 700 Germans arrived. And it's December at this point. Okay. And they have... Well, you know, it's pretty, still pretty temperate, so they're not going to die. Well, they have nowhere to go. Well, they might die. Yeah. So they arrived to uh, Galveston Mm -hmm. when... I'm just saying it's not the Donner Party. No, 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 no. (laughs) They're not losing their feet over this. No. So they lose their heads. Yeah. Few of them. <laughs> so they arrived to Galveston, right? And there was like no accommodations for them and nothing was prepared. Yeah. And now this happened after a journey that was a lie. Sure. So remember the amazing trip yeah, that they were let's promised? Talk about the passage. With the most modern of ships with oh, tons sure. of foods and doctors. Free Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah. All the maths and sciences. Shows every evening. Yep. All right. Well, the nobles hired the cheapest ships that they could hire. No. With no medical staff. No. Barely any food. What? Water that was morbid. That's. What is that? And it was filled with pests such as rats, fleas, and lice. <laughs> Typhus ran rampant. Sure. And uh, basically, it was a false advertisement cruise. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, I think the poop cruise wins. I, I think it's still a better cruise than this cruise. He, probably, yes, it, I'd say. Yeah, because at least they had a you know blender. Well, and the other thing is, a ton of the passengers got sick because there's no doctor. Mm. And so the ship's crew were like, good luck. Holy You're crap. You're sick. Uh, we can't do anything. And the other bonus is that it was supposed to take 18 days to cross the ocean, right? Yeah. It took two months. You're... Oh. Again, so again, like no. if I had to choose one of these cruises, I'm going with the poop cruise. Oh, absolutely. This yeah. is, this kind of is the Donner Party, then. Yeah. So a lot of the Germans that showed up mm-hmm. weren't surprised when they landed in Texas to find out that it was a shit show. Yeah. They're like, they're, this has been a shit show from day we've one. We've been trapped on a ship by people who lied to us yeah. for two months. And, uh, so, and why should today be any different? Yeah. So yeah. remember how now you Now we're could... trapped in Texas by yeah. people who have lied to us. Like, here's another $240. <laughs> I think if you had the 240 you wouldn't even want to get back on the ship, though. I know. Well, actually, a lot of them did. A oh, lot of wow. them were like, I fucking hate Texas. I hate that I came here. We're going yeah. home. Okay. We're, we're done. These were the smart ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they actually were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the settlers who stayed, however, would be brought down to Indian Point to wait in tents for Prince Carl to get his head out of his ass. Oh, sure. It's like the fire festival. Yes. Mm-hmm. It took Prince Carl quite a bit of time to figure out how to get enough wagon trains to get them 300 miles west to their new shithole land. Okay. Right? So Prince Carl, while inept, really 
was a good man. He wanted to do good. He really wanted to help everyone. Yeah, he just didn't want to mix with Texans. Yes, sure. no, he's like, Texans are terrible. Mm-hmm. He knew that taking them into a territory with natives was suicide because he had no plan to, like, I don't know how to Defend deal with Native them in any way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he actually ended up finding them a smaller plot of land closer to Austin and San Antonio where he could settle them. Um, is it New Bronzeville's? It is. I know. I told you this at the beginning. <gasps> this is the, where I used to go to uh, to the Schlitterbahn the water park. It's a whole German town thing. That's so amazing. Well, so you know where I'm from talking. Texas. I know where we're going. Yeah, I, I, I know this, this area. Sure. It was basically a natural spring. Okay. And so he's like, that'll help the settlers live because it's water. So we know. <laughs> it's a big plus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, uh, maybe that's why they have water park because it's all Oh, natural. Water. Yeah, you better swim in that natural water. Fantastic. Yes. Mm. All right. So all the Germans would receive a house. Nice. And 10 acres of land instead uh, of the 320. Oh, what? Yeah. Holy, wait. <laughs> so it's not exactly 320, it's 10. And wait, uh, wait. you do get a free house. What? Uh, catch as you build it. You have but, to build the house. Uh, but then it is free for you. And ich bin nine. Ich bin nine. Oh, he is voting no. <laughs> so... The German settlers at this time were like, fine, let's just fucking do this and get it over with. Sure. And so they would name the new town, will you say it again? New Bronzefels. New Bronzefels, yes, after the prince, Prince oh. Carl. How, how's that after any Prince Carl? Well, because he's Prince Carl of Bronzefels. Ah, I didn't catch that. And uh, so a month after the town was settled, Prince Carl was like, peace. I quit. Really? And he resigned, and he went home to Germany, and he never came back. Wow. He was like, good luck in a town named after me. Thanks for naming the town for me. Now, goodbye. Yes. (laughs) If I was you, I'd build a water park. Yes. So... Baron Ottfried von Musbach. Yes. Uh, love, I love the names in this one. Would come to replace him in May of 1845. Okay. And when he arrived, <laughs> he, he found out that Prince Carl gave him the gift of $34,000 of debt. What? He shows up and he's like, I am your new leader. And someone was like, here's your yeah, debt. Yeah, you owe me $100,000. <laughs> wow. $34,000 in debt. Yes. Okay. So another reason that I think that Prince Carl bailed is that besides it was hard and shitty mm. was that on March 1st, 1845, mm-hmm. Texas joined the United States. This meant that oh. New Germany was out. Oh, they were so they never... could not parasitically take over the country from oh, inside. Exactly. Now they have to become a state or something, or yes. they'd have to secede from the nation. That exactly. They so Prince Carl had no reason to keep investing in this. He's yeah. like, I will go home to my bubble bath. Uh-huh. I may have no land, women. but that is why God created hotels. Yes. So, all right. So now I'm sure you're thinking that after this, the company stopped sending people over, right? I didn't think that. I never said that. All right. Well, I'm, I'm sure they're going to throw good money after bad. Yeah. So they had gotten paid from all the families to go over to Texas, yeah. right? And they basically were like, we're going to ship about 8,000 more people over to Texas this winter. Sure. And Baron Ottfried was like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Okay. <laughs> he had no money and he had tons of people coming over, right? Yeah. And he even called up the company and was like, I need at least $120,000 to feed everyone. Right. And they heard him and they said, cool, cool. Uh, here's 24000 Oh, no. That's like 100000 less than what he needs yeah. to make these people be able to live. That's not, like it basic. feel like it's a good idea. Right. So, all right. They had no supplies, no money. And so a lot of people actually died from illnesses and lack of food. Sure. 
And they must have been living like in tents. They basically were in tents. So they could build their own houses. Right. Right. So they all died at uh, Indian Point because the winter, that particular winter was really shitty and Mm. cold. Mm -hmm. And so they're in these like makeshift tents, shacks, et cetera. So the Baron would then head to Nassau Farm, right? Mm -hmm. The plantation, (laughs) the slave plantation, to try to get food, right? He's like, we have a farm. I'll go get food. I'll bring it back. I'm going to be a hero. Mm-hmm. But he gets there, and he he found out that the farm had decided to plant cotton instead because it was worth more than food. Okay. So they're like, oh, you wanted... Can't eat cotton. Mm, mm, bad news. I can give you a handshake. Will that feed them? Oh, my Uh, God. So after a particularly hostile winter with many deaths, Mm -hmm. uh, the Baron was finally able to set up a wagon train, like, for the settlers to head to the Fisher plot. Okay. But war broke out between Mexico and the United States. Ah, crap. And the wagons were seized for the war effort. No. So all this, he spent all this money on wagons, and they're like, we own this now. Oh, my God. So a bunch more families said, fuck this. Yeah. And after the winter, headed home to Germany. Oh, God. Okay. Another five, Again, the smart, the second batch of smart ones. Yeah, another mm-hmm. 500 men ended up enlisting in the U.S. Army because they're like, they're, the Army's better than the German nobles, and uh-huh. they're such shits that we don't trust you anymore. Yeah. I'll take my you know, chance on the front line, right. you know? So then a bunch of the settlers would decide to walk to New Brunsfels, mm-hmm. and a ton of them would die along the way because it was 300 fucking miles <laughs> in, like, a desert. They decided to walk the 300 miles? Yeah. Good luck walking across Texas. Maybe. Yeah. So the Baron, now uh, seeing how awful things were hap- mm-hmm. becoming, called up the Edelschwein and pleaded for more money. He's yeah. like, please, you guys, you've got to give me more money. Edelschwein, Edelschwein, yeah. every season you fuck me. <laughs> so they, I need stuff. <laughs> give me things. People are dying and hate me. And they're like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> Basically, that's what they, that's what they did. They legit did that shit to him. They ghosted him. Yeah. So, he decided to tweet shame them. He basically sent the news to the German papers yeah. saying that this company has abandoned the German citizens. Okay. The German papers printed it, and suddenly the Baron out of nowhere was given $60,000. He doxed them. Yeah. Nice. He was now able to help the settlers get more settled. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's not for cult. Yeah. You're very unsettled for settlers. <laughs> <laughs> so, all the settlers who wanted to head to New Braunfels, mm-hmm. is anything right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> were able to travel in style, and the, oh, nice. wa- the ones who wanted to stay at Indian Point made the town of Indianola. Okay. Which would be destroyed in 1875 from a hurricane. Hurricane, yeah, yeah. Uh, hurricane. And then they rebuilt. Okay. And then it was destroyed again in 1886 by another hurricane yep. and the bonus of a fire. Yep. Okay, cool. They would not rebuild after that. They're like, that's it. Fine, fuck it. <laughs> we get it. We're going, we're going to the water springs. Yeah. <laughs> New Bronzefells. New Bronzefells. There are water slides everywhere. Cinnamon buns for my buns. Lederhosen is film there. <laughs> yeah. So, at this point, settlers stopped coming over to Texas in the mad droves as before, right? Okay. 
Because they're like... Finally, this, word got back. Yeah, they, they're like, this, this company... Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the newspapers basically stopped them, and the ones who were already on their way decided that Galveston was good enough. Okay. They're like, we're here. Mm-hmm. Let's just stay here. Galveston's nice. Yeah. Yeah. The Baron was not done, though. He's mm-hmm. like, we have to get to the Fisher Land Grant. Okay. It's our land. We're going to make this happen. So in January of 1847, okay. he, along with 45 other men, made it there. Okay. They then contacted... Finally. This is like five years after they yeah. landed. <laughs> they contacted the local native tribe, the Comanche, mm-hmm. and they signed a peace treaty and got the land for the Germans. Great. So, and, and you know... They, like, worked it out. How... I, Americans don't have the greatest track record with peace treaties with native people. How do the Germans do? They Slightly did better? Pretty well. Good, From great. what I could tell. I mean, uh, so, Until the Americans came along. Yeah. Sure. Well, five new settlements would be founded in the territory that they had now. Okay. And the Baron would resign after that. He's like, I did my job. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Fuck all you all. Yeah. So his follow-up was Airman Spice. Oh, nice. And he would show up and replace him. So ba- Baron would wait. For oh, finally, Spice, as opposed to the Prince. Fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, as opposed to Prince Carl, who was like, yeah. fuck this, I'm out before exactly. you even get here. Yeah, that's what I mean. So Spice shows up and uh, replaces him starting in July 1847. Okay. Upon his arrival, Ehrman would learn that the company dissolved what? in Germany. The the <laughs> Edelswein yeah. dissolved, and it was bankrupt. Uh, and they basically sent him a message saying, congratulations, settlers, you're on your own. You're kidding me. Yep. It's, you're, we're done. Okay. So, uh, so all that wonderful support and you're going to live in towns and it was such bullshit. Yep. Such bullshit. We, we, we made it this. It is a fire like, festival. Yeah. yeah. So a handful more Germans would show up later on and by 1850, over 33,000 Texans were Germans. 33,000? Huh. Yeah, they, they made up one-fifth of the white population in Germany. Okay. And they were the largest minority group after Hispanic people. Hmm. And they basically were like, we want to live on our own mm-hmm. because and this is the yeah, best the part. Yeah, German, the German towns of Texas are like a real thing. Yeah. Well, and they, to they, this day. Yeah. And they basically were like, we don't like the other white people because they like slavery. Yeah. And we don't like slavery. Oh, well, that's good. Which was funny because they had a fucking place. Yeah. It's okay. just, but, yeah, we were trying it out. It didn't work for us. Yeah. Well, I think that it was more like the leaders did the slave thing. We as the people don't like it. I don't like enslaving parts of the population. I like enslaving the entire world. Yeah. Who <laughs> goes that? Yeah. It, it's, My it's, problem with slavery is it's too small. Yeah. It's so tacky when you do it to a small group. <laughs> it's so tacky. It's gauche. Yeah. So <laughs> I would take over the world. Yeah. Because of all this, because mm-hmm. they kind of isolated themselves, for a really long time, they refused to learn English. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be until World War II where it was bad to be German. It is a good idea to learn English, we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God bless America. Land, ich Land bin nein. I am. Ah, ja. I forgot the words. <laughs> oh, say, can you not kill me? Okay. So, all right. Basically, the German parents would, would decide to adopt English as their new native tongue Good to help idea. their kids. Yeah. All right. So, what is the bright side to New Germany that never was? Hey! Oh my god. This is... So, I've, you know, I've been to New Braunfels and such. I've been to that area of Texas. I knew a little bit about it, but um, I had no idea it was such a fucking mess getting there. Yeah. You know? That's that's an incredible story. 
I also now have the dream that one day someone will make me a pair of lederhosen chaps. Well, somebody, you know what? Well, let's put it out there. Our listeners, if you, <laughs> if you have some sewing skills and some extra leather hanging around. It could be pleather. <laughs> I'll wear pleather lederhosen chaps. Please let Jason know. <laughs> You're a size what? Small? I'm a medium. <laughs> So the first bright side mm-hmm. is that a bunch of new people came to America that otherwise wouldn't have. Even okay. though it was a shitty journey, they came here and being here helped mm-hmm. form the country that we have. Sure. I mean, yeah, there is something really special about like that enclave, yeah. you know, in in, uh, in in Texas. I mean, as part of like the whole fabric of that state in particular, but also the country. You know, right, right, right. become Ameri- like part of America. Yeah. Totally. And, and basically, because they were immigrants... They ended up helping the economy and basically allowed for new ideas to enter the world in the long run. Mm-hmm. The Germans that were Americans, they didn't like the Germans in World War II. They mm-hmm. were like, the American Germans were like, what the fuck is my old nation doing? Sure. They were mortified. Yeah, right. Um, so the company, even though it was a shit show of a company mm-hmm. and it screwed over a lot of people and caused the deaths of many people, mm-hmm. actually ended up allowing for many families who were destitute in Germany and an opportunity to go elsewhere where they could do better. Where they, they could, could do live better the for American their kids. dream, like, yeah. eventually. And, and when they otherwise wouldn't have been able to because they couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. So even though it was right. a shit journey. Even, like, even though they had like pretty much the worst of intentions, yeah. it didn't feel like any part of like the company was like trying to do good. No. Um, but even so, people in their, in the, who were in very dire straits in Germany were able to start their lives over again because of it. You right. know? So like sort of in spite of the company, they have they created opportunities for families yeah. to live the American dream. Well, I can think of two other bright sides. Okay. You know, especially being from Texas. One is Schlitterbahn. Yes. It's super awesome. Okay. okay. In New Brunswick. And this is a great, great water park. And it's all German themed. Okay. Too, you know, because it's 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 so much part of the town. Yeah. And uh, there's like chateaus and like all those little fun, you know, uh, German style architecture and stuff. And it's, I mean, and that place has a really special place in my heart, uh, from my childhood, you know, with memories of going to this, the water park. And I'm sure I'm just one of millions of people who have that kind of, uh, feeling for that place. Right. You know, so it, you know, it wouldn't exist probably without that. No, it wouldn't. And uh, another one that I thought of was that this really is, uh, even though these were German people, this is the American like, um, ethos of get it done. You know, they were brought to a foreign place and abandoned. Yeah. And they survived anyway. Right. And they thrived eventually. Yeah. You know, and created a better, they they made a better world for their kids out of nothing when they were given nearly nothing. Right. You know, and I think that that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. No, that's great. I, I didn't even, th- I was, I was actually struggling to find that, like, I was looking for there that. There it is. And I'm welcome. glad that you brought it to My me. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> this is a great story. Isn't it wild? It is wild. When I found this online, I was like, you're lying. No, no. You must be lying. This there will never be a shortage of people trying to take advantage of other people for, yes. you know, a bit of money. I will make Or, you know, nation building. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. It's a wild ride. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Don't forget about our Palm Springs adventure coming up in February 1st. Indeed. And don't forget about the audiobook download that you can get for free yep. if you just positively review the show and send us a screenshot of that review at 
Brightside K N J on Twitter. Yes. And uh, then you will get a free audio. The first three people to do that will get a free audio download of Out of Body, starring Jason T. Gaffney and Kevin Held, like Woo. narrated by. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Yes. See you have, next a, week. have a good time. Bye bye. Bye. I want to go on the slide again. Go ahead. Whee! We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKandJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side! side.